0: Hello, Wolfgang. I mean, this is JC Superstars.
1: Hey, yeah, it is. Yo, 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 yo.
0: I didn't feel like playing music at the beginning, so shut up.
1: It's it's a cold open. It's like one of those Madmen's.
0: Yeah. Um, Peggy, what are you doing?
1: Oh, I just wrote a killer ad for uh pawns hand cream. So go ahead and you know, go to your corner and try to one me up, one up me. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a woman about town in the 60s, just blazing trails, I'm, breaking ceilings.
0: I'm Pete, and I'm drunk, and I'm going to grab your butt.
1: Hey, well, you know what? You took advantage of me, which is not cool, but it's the 60s, and we, we haven't really been doing much about that right now, and I'm kind of defenseless, so whatever. I got taken advantage of. We made a kid. It's all good. I had no idea what happened to the kid because I had to go, you know, take care of myself, which I did. I'm a boss now. I'm a bona fide exec.
2: Yes, or hello. Or partner
1: or something.
0: Hello, Our yes. Uh, boss. I'm, I'm Don Draper, and I'm very drunk. I'm very, very drunk right now. This is what Don Draper sounds like.
1: Ah, uh, uh, Jesus, Donald. <laughs> uh, Bert Cooper here. I couldn't help but overhear what was going on next door. Jesus Christ! You're hammered. You're wasted. You're a piece of sloppy garbage right now.
0: Okay, today's uh. sponsor is Catmat by Word Bird. ouch Is the spine of your feline no longer aligned? I'm talking about it chakra, so it shouldn't shock you that Catmat is finally here. Catmat is the only cat exclusive yoga mat on the market. Just put it down in the studio and park it. Get ready for some relaxing tree pose, lotus, and even bridge pose, and watch that kitty recenter itself. You'll never experience another downward facing dog gone it again. Cat mat. Visit wordbird.com catmat slash product slash radio slash offer slash podcast slash JC superstars and enter promo code Joe has betrayed us for a buy five get one free offer. Cat mat, the mat that teaches yoga to your cat.
1: Yeah, dude. I cannot stress this enough. The new year is here. This is over. You had your presents. You had your fun time. Now you got to take care of your pets, okay? Get that mat for your cat. Don't let that cat go a whole year feeling like shit, all right? That's not cool. 2016 is a year of healing. It's a year of peace. So you better get that cat a mat pronto. Brought to you by WordBird.
0: Well, I probably shouldn't be revealing this. This might be insider information, but I've heard rumblings in uh, my discussions with Mr. Chris Wordbird that uh, Yogi Dogi may be on the way as well. So uh, you can get uh, get your feline and your canine, uh, get them together, you know, get them doing some downward facing dog, maybe some upward facing dog, maybe some headstands, you know, just get all that working. Do some hot yoga classes with Poochie.
1: Yeah, get your bust at Bikram, right quick. Uh, yeah, Winston, my family's dog. He's really good at the poses, but he's impatient. He doesn't hold them for long enough. His breathing's all weird. I know he's in his head. I can tell. I can look. I can see it right in his eyes. He's, you know, he's overthinking things. He's insecure. So, Yogi dogi I'm looking forward to that release. That album drop. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe they'll be releasing some uh, herbal tea lines with it as well.
1: That's interesting, herbal tea. I like I like herbal tea. I had some Sweet Dreams tea made by Bigelow, Bigelow. Bigelow yeah. today, and I thought maybe it was Sleepy Time tea, but no, no, nothing on the package uh, alluded to slumber or um, imminent nappage, so I just went for it and figured I'll get my relax on in the mid-afternoon, and it worked out pretty nice. I didn't fall asleep at work. Oh. It was productive as hell.
0: Sounds like things went well for you. So, uh,
1: herbal tea. Yeah, can't wait. God, so many good things coming. So great. So great.
0: So great. So great. Wow. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that leaves one question from me to you from kids from one to 92. What did you do today?
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pull the, the switcheroo lever right now. And say that uh, this segment is now for this moment in history. And this could change shortly. But this segment has now become, what did you do yesterday? And I'll tell you why. Yesterday was the bee's pajamas.
0: Well, yesterday, all your troubles seemed so far away.
1: Yeah. And then this lady, Eleanor, was like, hey, man, guess what? The sun just went down. So maybe... Stop singing so loudly because I got to put my kids to bed. Uh, Anyway, my name is Eleanor. Yeah, but, okay, so yesterday I had my first uh, creative nonfiction writing class, the first class of any kind I've had in uh, well over a year. Uh, The last class I took was an improv class, which is not the type of class I had ever taken uh, when I started taking that. But this is like the first sort of scholarly sort of... Analytical you gotta do some homework class that I've had in quite a while and it was very cool.
0: But, Excellent.
2: Um,
1: so that's that's the highlight of the week for me so far. I'm Did you say back, it was back in that creative jungle?
0: Creative nonfiction writing?
1: Creative nonfiction. I'm gonna be talking about myself.
0: Oh, talking okay. about myself
1: Excellent. and talking about myself.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and people I know. So it's called uh the other thing that they could call the class is um Writing for selfish douchebags.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> which is the perfect fit for me. I can't talk about anybody else right now. This
0: is um, great.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I I meant to. I need to ask you um, now that I'm in this class. What would you like your pseudonym to be? Because I'm gonna be writing stories out my butt about you. Not really. I'm not. Maybe you you might pass in and out. I don't know. I gotta write some new stuff. I gotta get some inspiration. Maybe maybe this podcast will uh, come into play. We don't know. We don't
0: know. Uh, can uh, it be Argus,
1: Argus, yeah, <laughs> Argus Filch,
0: just A R G U S, just Argus,
1: Argus. That's Filch's name, right? In Harry Potter, his first name's Argus. Am I am I way off? Who's name? I am I way off? Uh, you know, Argus Filch from the Harry Potter movies. He cleans oh. up the he cleans up the walls, and he's got a kitty cat. I think his first name's Argus, I, I but I don't remember.
0: Uh, yeah i think so
1: my name is t-bone pickens I'm, i was going more for a, a harry potter expert from oklahoma
0: i was going more for uh, greek mythology
1: argus now what's argus is he like a two-headed dog or something or like a dragon no
0: say uh well there's there's a bunch of them um but uh the one i was specifically thinking of was uh, odysseus's dog
1: Oh, this is his dog, huh? Now, I thought maybe the dog would have been a Sirius or Sirius uh, Sirius Satellite Radio, Howard Stern.
0: Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. I
1: didn't know that. Yeah, okay. So, Argus was a dog.
0: Yeah, Got I'm your it. dog.
1: You're my doggy, doggy boy. I'm going to make a boy band about you.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: That's going to be my story. Call it <laughs> Psych, it's fiction. Prove the- me wrong, classmates. Prove me wrong. You don't know me. I can make anything up. I'll be. I'll big fish this shit out of you guys. I'll make stuff up, and you don't have to deal with it.
0: You got to get a lead singer named Jason, so it can be Jason and the Argus Knots.
1: Oh yeah, oh. The Argus the Argus Knots. I'm gonna get a bunch of like eight year old boys who are just little piss heads, and make them dress and,
0: like dogs. And make
1: them dress like dogs. You know they can they can be humbled quickly under my watch
0: all you of know, their background vocals you think hot shit
1: eight hey, year old boy put this put this costume on guess what you're dog now yeah i'm bigger than you so all their background
0: vocals are just them going woof 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 woof
1: and there's one kid who gets a solo cuz he's got kind of like a froggy voice because his mom smokes a lot and he has to <laughs> kind of smoke so he's like
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) uh
1: He turned him into a truly
0: tragic character, rather I know, you
1: gotta you got to get tragedy in there. Ask ask any Greek person, be like, Yes, there is comedy, but there's also tragedy. It's two it is the you know, it is the push and the pull, it is the sun and the moon, you need both Anyway, that's my pretty sensitive Greek
0: <laughs> That's Greek great, boy. really great impression right there.
1: His name is George Stephanopoulos. Oh, my character.
0: I like it. Isn't that uh? Well, okay, you know who that is. Everyone listening knows who that is. So.
1: George Stephanopoulos, Caesar. What? Oh, you just got, you just got, you just got Chopin's
0: uh, Reversal of Fortune.
1: You got Sleep Sweet. Oh. Speaking of the sweepage going in the nation right now, it's Oscar season. We're, it's here. Golden Globes happened over the weekend. It's Oscar season.
0: It's Oscar time.
1: And I'm going to go ahead and I, I remembered the format of the show just now. And I'm going to go ahead and pass the baton to you so we can hear about your day. But we got we got to get to that Oscar discussion.
0: I'm all about that.
1: All right. So what did you do today?
0: Well, um, yesterday. mostly a whole lot of not a lot. Wait, a whole Ooh, lot of not
1: yeah. a lot. Relaxing time day.
0: Uh, yeah, I was supposed to have a uh, a lesson, a guitar lesson with a young lady around four, and then she canceled on me, and so instead I went uh, I went to these new folks' house, new students, and uh, taught a seven year old some drums, and then I uh, attempted to teach a three year old trombone, and uh, it went exactly as I expected. Yeah. Did
1: you just did you just start the beginning of the next? Christian Lindbergh, did you just... Maybe. Did you just make the next uh, J.J. Johnson? Did you just make the next Kai Winding? Did you just make the next Bill Wattress? What? what? Ooh.
0: Ooh, going deep. I could go deep forever. Cuts, man. But I'm, I'm bone, not gonna.
1: bone buddies. They're my bone buddies. They're deep in my brain.
0: Yeah, well, so he's got an alto trombone, and I knew that was going to uh, be a problem because, you know, he's three. So every time I was like...
1: fuck the alto clef.
0: Yeah, well, so every time I was like, okay, so we have different notes. So, don't do what I'm doing. And he couldn't not do what I was doing. But that's okay. He's three. Whatever. Give him a break. He's Come on. He's three, man. The
1: fact that he's touching an instrument and is being taught the word instrument, that's a three-syllable word. That man. three-year-old's gonna be Straight. just beat up for years. Three-year-old's getting years no respect.
0: No respect. Hey, I'm,
1: I'm three. I don't put my pants anymore. Can I get a little credit? Come on. Can
0: I get a break in here? Come on. Come yeah. on. So, um... I guess that's pretty much it. Um I'm trying to think of any nothing is amusing or philosophical things that have occurred.
1: Amusement is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Yeah, I no, I can't can't really think of anything.
1: It's all good. You you came up with a thing, and that thing is guitar lessons, education, nurturing
0: children's music. A lot of
1: big things in your Tant. passage there. Yeah. See, I'm getting all literary now, even though I guess my class isn't really about literature. I mean, it's creative nonfiction literature. I don't, I mean, it's prose. It's
0: More prose. like shitterature.
1: Shitterature. Oh, man. I got to talk to Gabs about some books, books. at some point.
0: Game Name, dropping Gabs. She's a Name dropping Gabs. I think we know managed... the famous
1: Gabs Kardashian.
0: <laughs> I think we've managed to mention her like every single episode.
1: Well, she's worth mentioning. You know what? So are Ethan and Ben, the hey. Roman family. The siblings, they cool. They, they cool. cool. I like them. Yeah. All right. Go Romans. Go Greeks. Go Romans. Yes.
0: Go Greco-Roman uh, wrestling.
1: Is that a? I mean, that sounds. Like it's still a thing.
0: Yeah. That's what like wrestling is. I mean, not like pro wrestling, but like it's regular like wrestling.
1: Some, some peck grabbing. It's, I'd be probably grabbing at some pecs if I, I were mean, wrestling in, the, in the in Greece or maybe I don't know.
0: The only difference or is in they don't Rome. slather themselves up in oil and wrestle naked anymore. Wow. What's the point then? Right. Well,
1: we have Game of Thrones now, so that covers that. We can just focus on the athleticism, not so much the nudity.
0: Yeah, I find the eroticism is very important to my enjoyment in wrestling. It kind
1: of is. I mean, like, geez, sports are sexy. It's like, get these beefy, just get these beefy men and women and everything in between out there. Doing things that we can't do. I can't do a flip of any kind. I can't be throwing a spear 45 yards, 50 yards. I can't be kicking no field goals. Well, not that attitude. If I wanted to kick a field goal, I would probably watch that movie about uh, Tony Danza. He's like a trash man. He kicks a bunch of like water containers through a field goal, and somebody goes, Whoa, look at that guy. We should have him do a walk-on audition for the Jets. And he ends up getting the job, and he kicks, and he like covers a fumble and scores a touchdown at the end of the movie. Probably watch that movie a bunch of times, and then maybe try to be a kicker.
0: Yeah, The Godfather Two, great movie.
1: Godfather Two, Tony Danza, yeah, Italian. He had to have been in Godfather Two. <laughs> they were, all, they were all in it, like all of them, all those guys.
0: So yeah, uh, Oscar season, Oscars. Oscar. What do you? What are you? Uh, what are you well, feeling about the Oscars?
1: I got a little bit of. Um, Got a little bit of oomph. Got a little, a little bit of something, something in my step this year because I, uh, I think I want to try to see all the best picture noms. I, I've never done it. I've never accomplished it. Mainly financial reasons. Uh,
0: but I just pirated um, all of them last year.
1: Well, that's one way to go. I'll be but a few years ago, I watched seven of the nine nominees, and I watched them all. I paid for all of them. <laughs> uh, which, I don't know how I did that, because I was like 19 or 20. No, 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 no. I was after college. I was like 22. I didn't have money. I was working at a kitchen store. Uh, but I went to a butt ton of movies. I saw... It was that year that Argo won. It was like Argo uh, and Amour. Used to the Southern Wild. I think Django was out that year. Maybe Silver Linings. I don't know. I might be messing up my years.
0: To but Argo or to Argo not. Argo
1: fuck yourself.
2: Oh,
1: oh, that was part of the movie. I stole that. Thanks. Uh, Alan Alda
2: said that maybe, maybe it was a different character. It doesn't matter. I
1: don't know. Um, but this year, yeah, I want to try to see a bunch. I've already seen, I don't think the Oscar noms are out yet. I think they're coming out this week.
0: Yeah, I don't think they are either because I was but, about to ask.
1: As far as like Golden Globes go, I saw The Revenant last Friday, uh, I saw The Hateful Eight. Um, uh, those are. The only two Oscar noms I think I've seen. I mean, I'm sure Star Wars will be nominated for something. I saw Star Wars twice. What up? I want to uh, see the big short. Me too. That's that's next on my list. I actually almost saw that instead of The Revenant. But I ended up seeing The Revenant, which is an intense movie. But it wasn't something that was emotionally resonant for me. And I wasn't waking up in a cold sweat being like, Oh, The Revenant. <laughs> but it was good. It was uh, just completely like I felt like I was in the mountains like, apparently, they only shot that movie for, like, one or two hours a day. They just used natural light. They didn't use any artificial lighting, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. So that's that's cool. I can appreciate that. Like, I can appreciate Like, when you go to the art museum and you go to, like, the modern art section, you're like, oh, an orange square. That's fucking not exciting. And then you realize, oh, I'm angry, and that's the art. It's kind of how like I felt about The Revenant. I was kind of like, okay, I'm seeing something really cool. I'm not really... You know, i'm not about to cry or anything but i'm yeah. seeing something really cool and i can appreciate it not angry just not emotionally invested yeah just I'm, enjoying the view
0: i'm not super interested in seeing it It. uh i heard the guy's actual story and uh then i looked up kind of a synopsis and i was like this is nowhere near accurate whatsoever that's hollywood
1: though it's hollywood for you yeah
0: I was hoping they. I knew they wouldn't do it exactly, but like
1: the real Forrest Gump didn't actually break that many records when he was at Alabama. He, I think, he only he was like third in a couple categories, like rushing yards from a quarterback. I think he was like second all time. Uh, And then when he went to Vietnam, like he didn't carry Bubba. Bubba died like right there in the front line, and he chickened out and ran. Back to the beach. So um, I mean, some stuff's is not accurate in that movie.
0: I've got some. Um, I've got some news for you. What's that? Boris Gump uh, uh, was not a uh, real person.
1: Um, but excuse
0: me. Yeah,
1: but he uh, he became he was that you know he became rich off of Macintosh. And he ended up giving a lot of money to Habitat for Humanity. Like, he died a couple of years ago. A bunch of his money ended up building some schools overseas in third, third world areas. Like, that, I read all that. Like, Google News, I'm hitting that up every morning trying to get those headlines absorbed. And I'm pretty confident mm-hmm. I read about old Forrest Gump just going to town on the charity front. I guess I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Maybe it was a different person. Maybe it was uh, It was not
0: Forrest Gump.
1: Maybe it was Bill Gates. I don't know. Maybe it was Oprah. Probably Oprah. It's probably <laughs> Oprah. But you know, they're all the same. Conoclasts. Although I think that word has negative connotation.
2: But whatever, whatever. Big deal, people. Big deal. Big deal. A-list.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So, oh man, I got. I got off track. Are you? Are there any movies? So, you, did you see The Big Short? Or are you planning to see The Big nope,
0: Short? I want to.
1: Yeah, I want to see it too. We should pirate it together, Skype right. each other, and watch I'm it down. through each other's screens. I'll watch it through your little face window, and you can watch it through my little face window. And it can be like five, six seconds off, so it's like really annoying for both of us. But
0: yeah, it sounds perfect.
1: We can be drinking like middle shelf scotch. Maybe have a little
0: some cutty Sark.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a thing that I would do. Uh, We can maybe have a little charcuterie, charcuterie uh, platter, each of us. we got some little cheeses, well, meats, I mean cheeses, fromage, different charcuterie. We could get a little prosciutto, maybe some soprassate.
0: Some mousadal.
1: Some gabagool. We can get a little bechamel, a little Uh, bit of, we can get some goat cheese up in there. And we can just snack and watch a movie together and... How's that for a 21st century hangout?
0: You know? Well, yeah, no, it sounds great. Um, yeah, so I haven't really seen many movies this year. So I don't really have much <laughs> else to talk about in terms of Oscars.
1: Well, what movies did you see? Let's just, let's just even if it doesn't get nominated, let's, just, let's take uh, 20, 22 seconds apiece and talk about the movie that you saw, the one movie or two movies.
0: I saw Avengers. Okay. I saw Star Wars.
1: Hey, that's one I saw also.
0: Um, I saw Furious Seven.
1: Oh, that's right. You are a big Furious Furious fan. What's that quote? I mean, you know a lot of quotes from the first movie, right? Like,
0: yeah, there's a, a whole bunch of them.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I remember hearing you and Ty talk about them when we were in KC before we left
0: for the Cotton Bowl. I you mean, guys were we talking, to town on those quotes? We talking? Uh, I like the tuna here bullshit asshole nobody likes the tuna and then he starts to walk <laughs> off and then the guy's like hey how about you go to fat burger and get yourself a double cheese and fries for 295 derogatory t- term for a gay person <laughs> and then
1: did he say, say twink or what did he say
0: no he said the one that starts <laughs> with f
1: oh that's mean yeah i don't think twink is actually negative it's just a
0: I've, or, heard, uh,
1: I've heard that said lovingly
0: you know shortly after so paul walker turns around to go and fight the guy gives him a punch and then uh dominic toretto played by the uh vin
1: diesel i remember that the
0: effervescent vin God, diesel. that guy
1: transcendent every performance he's ever done it's like okay laurence olivier we got charlton Hesson, vin diesel come on Sidney poitier Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, he's he's up there. He's up
0: there with those guys. Yeah. So then, Vin Diesel slams Paul Walker, uh, also known as Officer Brian O'Connor, up against his uh, truck from the uh, shop that he is working at undercover. Um, and he 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 yells at him about, uh, like, you better watch your back. And Paul Walker goes, he was in my face. And then Toretto goes, I'm in your face. And then, uh, Paul Walker goes back to his uh store that he's working at and uh, he's talking about wanting a nitrous and uh, Harry, the guy he's working for says, I've seen you drive, kid you've got a lead foot, you'll blow yourself up and then he goes into the (laughs) back room and he's like, Toretto just called up here and he runs stuff, blah, blah, blah and Paul Walker's like, what did he say? The guy's like, I'm not gonna and then he's like, what did he say? And then he says, (laughs) he wants you out (laughs) okay a well a rousing scene of like, intensity god i felt
1: immersed in the movie again there i was you were painting <laughs> a, a vivid picture for me that's awesome i remember that much i saw that movie in the theater when i was uh it was the summer between honestly either fourth and fifth grade or fifth and sixth grade if it was between fifth and sixth grade i mean that was a that was a big year because you know elementary school to middle school but the point of that summer was basically like I was really good friends with this kid named Brendan McKinnis for like one summer. Like mm. didn't really hang out in school before that summer. We lived in the same neighborhood, but we had different circles, different gangs, Bloods, Crips, uh, Latin Kings. But Triads, we Yakuza's, uh,
0: the Rolling 40s,
1: Genghis Khan's buddies. Um, I like to bring Genghis Khan into as many conversations as I can. Ms. Thirteen, <laughs> uh, you get that Edward Snowden and and the Pips. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was like really good friends with this kid, Brian McKinnis, and then school started and we just kind of went our separate ways. But we always like we're cool with each other. We're like, you know, if we ever cross paths, we be like, oh, hey, dude. I think I might be making that part up even. But he ended up going. He ended up becoming like a really serious drummer, and he's been out in L.A. for years now, just drumming away, trying trying to be the next Questlove or the next Buddy Bud Rich.
0: Well, that's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, he's he's a really good drummer, as far as I know. Like, I remember him being really good in high school, but yeah, so uh that's my every time i think about fast and furious or the fast and the furious the original i think of brendan mckinnis hope you're doing well bub hope you're listening
0: <laughs> and with that
1: widely listened to podcast
0: on to the next on to uh, the next so uh it's time for uh news foos because we're just a couple of foos reading the news and i'm uh i'm talking about the mr t kind not the uh dave Grohl post nirvana kind
1: yeah, no. Nobody likes post Nirvana Dave. Girl, don't stop lying to yourself. Food Fighters, more like Fighters.
0: I actually like them quite a bit. I actually
1: love the Food Fighters. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so no, uh, go Food Fighters. Oh, good band. Good band. All right.
0: Moving on. One word, three syllables. Is it one word? I guess there's no space. I mean, it's not really. It's really two words shoved together. But Powerball.
1: How, i think it's uh it's a one word situation now it's like a registered trading i don't know if it's a registered trademark or whatever but i powerball i think one word one powerful word that means guess what you're rich now buddy
0: yep you Let's win that powerball
1: on. you win literal power
0: every and everybody's mind
1: you win the lottery. You can go buy. It. You can go buy a Lululemon French French fries. You can go buy a Lululemon franchise. You could buy
0: Lululemon French fries. That's how rich you'll be.
1: <laughs> hey. That that was. I'm so glad that the way that played out. Um. But yeah, you you get a one way ticket. And it's one way. There's no going back. Because you won't ever. Your mind will never go back. But it's a one way ticket to the one percent, baby. You might blow it all, you might blow all your money, you might might tyson the shit out of your checking account, but you're never going back to that peasant brain. You're gonna get a taste for some crazy stuff you never thought you'd ever taste. And it's dangerous. I mean, you hear all these stories about people winning the lottery and then just blowing it, going insane, doing a lot of pretty deplorable things. What do you think? Like what would you do if you won? How what was your what'd be your first move?
0: Uh, my first move would be getting a really good lawyer.
1: I like that move. Yeah, Watching man. Making a Murderer, and I, I understand the, the benefits of having a good lawyer.
0: <laughs> oh, I see you trying to wrap everything all together.
1: Pop culture, man. I see what you're doing. Pop culture, doing. man. We voices of the people.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I would not tell anyone. Uh, I would get a very, very good lawyer. And then I would uh, set up a trust to give a bunch of money to my family and friends. And then um, do a couple other things, like tuck some of the money away into investments. And then uh, once all that was finished, I would uh, I would let my family and friends know. And then I uh, wouldn't be sued about anything, because I could just be... If anybody ever asked me about money, I'd be like, It's in a trust. You're going to get some. Don't worry about it.
1: And you got to get that prenup, because, I mean... You know, I love your fiance. I love Isabel. But oh,
0: what? What? What's going money, on?
1: Here? Money corrupts people, so you got to get her to sign that up. I'm sorry, I love her. She's great. I mean, when I give a toast at your wedding, it's going to be very tasteful. I'm going to sing sing her praises till till nightfall.
0: You gonna sing some Michael McDonald for me?
1: I am gonna sing some Michael McDonald. I'm gonna definitely Google his greatest hits and learn at least one of them, at least half of the song. Listen so, to Spotify five six minutes a day until the wedding, and I will make sure I give a good toast to your what, wife to be to what I wife.
0: need to know is uh, do I have multiple personalities? Because Dude,
1: I, I, let I me have, say, uh, I can see the future. I have, I have entered oh, oh, a
0: different I see
1: cognitive plane. I, I, uh, I went on a journey and I came back a new man i've seen some things and i've i've seen your future and you got you got yourself a real gem of a lady coming your way and i don't want to mess up that toast because how embarrassing is that because i know you're going to shell out for that good videographer and he's going to capture every moment i got to make sure i'm on point so yeah man i'm getting ready
0: so uh if i meet a woman named isabel uh better pull that metaphorical trigger you
1: better you better get yourself you better get yourself happy get yourself cute you better get ready because she's she's gonna blow your mind.
0: All right, Isabel.
1: See, I hope that I'm some kind of prophet. I maybe just start getting on those dating apps and just only swiping right on Isabel. <laughs> 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 like the one you see every thirty days. I just swipe right on her.
0: I just spilled a bit of drink on my computer and uh, it looks like a man. I'm going to snap a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page so everyone can see what I'm talking about.
1: That is the art of the universe right there. That is happenstance. That is chaos.
0: Looks like a one-eyed alien, man.
1: That is chaos captured.
0: And I'll send you a picture right this moment.
1: I want to put that on my bulletin board that I plan to buy at some point from Ikea, probably.
0: From your Kia?
1: My room is smaller than it was before because I got a new bed. It's a much bigger bed. So I gotta get to myself some space saving apparatuses. I gotta get uh some hanging hooks or something for my walls. Get all my nice shirts just hanging from my walls like guitars in a hard rock cafe. Mm. Spitting them jams, death I, jam. I love it. Blueberry jam. Honey ham canned ham. Can you I am Sam?
0: Can you dig it?
1: Can you dig it?
0: So, uh, do you have yourself a Powerball ticket?
1: I do. Um, I, I entered a pool through work. So, uh-huh. seventy-two of us bought tickets, essentially, and uh, yeah. So we have like a point zero 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 whatever numbers you want chance of uh, winning. So. That's Excellent. cool. There's a chance, you know? There's a chance. There
0: it's is a game a of chance. chance. It's a game of chance.
1: You know, it's a great sociological thing. If you think about it, super big picture. If you think of yourself as, like, the star child from the end of 2001 Space Odyssey, you look down and you go, wow, like, so many people are sharing two things right now. This specific chunk of geography and this common interest in a completely just absurd, when you think about it, game. It's a game that a shit ton of people play and only one extremely lucky person wins. Yep. Or or a handful. But they're all extremely lucky. Like when you think percentage wise, yeah. Like the, the number of people who win are like some kind of weird they're all miracles all of a sudden. Like we don't have we don't have the right words to describe them. I feel like the Germans might have some good words to describe the people who win the lottery. Well, we don't have the right words, so this is just an absurd position to be put in all of a sudden if you win the lottery. That's talking crazy to me.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Blows Who my mind.
0: knows?
1: I mean, I don't feel like I deserve to win the lottery. <laughs> there should be a checklist like, hmm, are you uh, in a nice shelter right now? Check. Did you eat three meals today? Check. You have a bed to sleep at night? Check. Are you white? Check okay you can't win the lottery
0: (laughs) damn good thing i only ate two meals today
1: all right well you're in man you're (laughs) qualifying i ate 55 meals today because i'm a chubster
0: (laughs) oh that's a lot of meals you should eat less meals than that
1: well i consider every bite a meal
0: so um (laughs) what do you think should we uh should we go on to uh philosophy or uh should we try something new
1: I like new man. It's New Year. this is our first episode of the New Year because our last one was on New Year's Eve. I had to get on I-70, get home for this party that I promised I'd go to, which was a good party. It was awesome. But uh, I think in another universe we partied on New Year's and made a podcast on New Year's Day, but we didn't. But maybe we'll yeah, next year.
0: In a better universe.
1: In a in an orange universe. We're in a green universe right now, but in it's the more orange love, universe.
0: If you ask me.
1: Maybe a taupe. Yeah. A Something you can match those things with.
0: Yeah. Well, uh Let's do a new
1: thing. Yeah, get ha, get ha, at it.
0: How about you tell the listeners what they've won?
1: Tell the listeners so what they've won?
0: What's the what's the segment called? I mean I can tell them if you want.
1: Why don't you tell them? I want I wanna hear I just want to hear it.
0: All right, here is our news segment. Uh, I don't know if this will be weekly, maybe every once in a while, because you know these things take time. Um, yes. Basically, uh, we're just gonna throw out some uh, some stand up uh, with no audience, like no live audience, and uh, it's kind of kind of be weird and uh, great, and we're gonna talk about it. And uh, okay. Joe has decided to call it uh, "Crickets with Joey Giggles." I like it. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna tell some jokes. I've I've dabbled in stand-up, and it's been gosh, almost a full year since I've done an open mic. And I've really done four open mics ever. But I've been sitting on some jokes, and I figure <laughs> what better way to try them out than to just complete silence other than Caleb and just throw these little goofs out into the ether. See what happens, get some feedback, maybe get some emails at, at our at our Gmail. Uh, JC Superstars at gmail.com. Go ahead Go ahead and,
0: um, go ahead and re- not quite correct.
1: Oh shit. No 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 no. JC Superstars Pod at gmail.com. I right, apologize but, like, tenfold. Uh, so yeah, let's get let's get right into it. I have a few here. Mm-hmm. Ba-doom, 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 ba-doom perfect okay so a uh, friend of mine started working at chipotle recently
0: get a job after a
1: couple weeks i decided you like...
0: need to be heckled i'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> heckled instantly that's actually really accurate that's what two of my open <laughs> mics were like just fucking insane people, um, being um audible. So great, we're in. We got. We got we we're in. The, we're in the zone right now. Hey, dude, what's your deal? Where are you from? Denmark. You're dumb. Haha. <laughs> Who won this battle? I did. <laughs> damn <Amsterdam> It. <laughs> Amsterdam. Damn you! That <to> hell. You <laughs> damn dirty apes. Haha. <laughs> Movie reference. Almost. Uh, okay. So a friend of mine started working at Chipotle recently. After a couple of weeks, she was like, ugh. Ever since I started working at this Chipotle, I just can't eat burritos anymore. You know, I get it. I get that. You work at a place long enough and you just don't want to have anything to do with it. I, I can relate because I worked at Sears one summer. And uh, after a couple months there, I just could not eat refrigerators anymore.
0: Uh, I laughed. Laughed to myself.
1: That was joke one.
0: I like it. Feel,
1: feel free to email. Joe, too, um I think it's weird when people try to sound impressive uh just because they know how to drive a stick shift like if you're over thirty, that's not that cool. like back in the day, everybody had to drive a stick shift. That was the one option like you didn't have some kind of magical alternative like you just that's how you drove a car like whoop de do, you drove a car congratulations sixteen year old um, or 12 year old, if you lived in the country. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the only option. Like, what's, what's it going to be in like 10 years? Like some dude in a leather jacket walks up to a bunch of kids, like a year and a half younger than him. And he flicks a cigarette onto the ground. And he's like, <laughs> I don't, uh, need to brag or anything, but, uh, <laughs> I use a comb. You little, uh, Pussies with your hairstyle laser wish machines. (laughs) Don't even bother trying to hang with my crowd. Anyway, that's my version of the futuristic stick shift guy.
0: That joke sucked.
1: All right. (laughs) Well, these are all fledgling. These are uh, these are. um...
0: Wait, wait. I'd, I'd like to muse upon that one a bit.
1: Let's muse on it. Let's what if, get right uh, into
0: it. what if next time somebody's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I can drive stick," you just be like, "I, I can drive, uh, I can drive automatic."
1: <laughs> that's just a really good uh, <laughs> rebuttal. You're like, "Oh, tight, dude! Like my car actually just changes gears for me." <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and then you're just silent. You just say nothing, and that's the end of that. Yeah, sure. and then that guy does not want to talk to you ever again. Or and, another... and good because I don't want to talk to that guy anyway.
0: The future scenario could be uh, most new cars are getting the uh, you know, start buttons, putting them. You just leave the keys in your pocket.
1: Yeah, keys are for toddlers, man. You got to just... amuse a toddler, you get those keys out. Otherwise, just press some buttons, man. It's the future.
0: Yeah, well, no. See, you could walk up to kids in the future and be like, I can turn an ignition.
1: And they'll be like, I don't know how to read.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you'd be like, Circle gets the square, and they'll be like, "I don't get that."
0: In George Bush the Third's America, we don't get to learn words anymore.
1: i will be crazy if we had like three generations of leaders in this country. I mean, I know in some ways we do, like like smaller government. Like I'm sure there's been representatives who've had like, both from their families be in office, but whatever. Anyway, next well, joke. Okay. Um, wait. Wait. You have another. You have another. Uh, another uh, point oh I was there. just
0: gonna say the Roosevelts kind of um, the Roosevelt's. I of believe Roosevelt's. I believe JFK was uh related to the Roosevelts
1: well that's crazy because JFK already has a bunch of people you know in the in the no oh yeah whole family the Kennedys man they yep they were the Kardashians back in the day they were when Kardashians um were kardashians because of merit not because they blew somebody on the internet or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I get really angry when I talk about the Kardashians. I watched, like, a segment of a South Park episode with my roommate earlier, and it's a rerun. But, like, the Kardashians died, and I felt just, like, uncontrollable joy. Like, the kind of joy that you feel when you do psychedelic mushrooms.
0: Um, We should, uh speak with a therapist about that, perhaps. Yeah, sorry,
1: I got really angry for a second there. Uh, Okay, joke three. Um, This is one I've used a few times. Add open mics, and it it gets a little two-second laugh. Um, I don't like to carry cash because I don't like to lie to homeless people. That's it. That's the line. Oh, that's not bad. I I actually added another line just because, like, I don't know. Sometimes if you go the gross route you get a little, I know it's kind of cheap, I feel like. So let me, let me start the joke over again. I don't have like to carry cash because I don't like to lie to homeless people. I don't carry condoms because I don't like to lie to homeless people. Yeah. Well, that's the gross route. You know, having unprotected sex, unprotected sex with hobos. <laughs> I,
0: I was laughing fairly raucously, but my microphone was on my lap and not in my hand. Damn.
1: Well, that's the the folly of man, right there. Uh, <laughs> I have one that's like really. This is not even funny to me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm just a, I'm amused by the phrase. Um, are you married? Are you married to the thing? Are you are you married to those pants? And so people say stuff like that because they're like, "Do you really like that? Are you? Can you?" compromise and maybe do something differently because I'm not feeling this thing that you're doing but you know if you're not married to this thing you're doing maybe we can you know can we talk change I get that that's an interesting adage that people say are are you married to that dress
2: I just just,
1: whatever but whenever I hear that I think of how funny it would be if (laughs) like you're saying that phrase in reference to like a married person just being like are you married to that guy you're married to? Because, like, I really want to sleep <laughs> with you. And that ring thing is just, just are you married to that ring? you married to that guy you're married to? Because.
0: It's really inconvenient yeah, for me.
1: Yeah, it's really not. I don't like that. That's not really. I, I like you. I like your whole vibe, what you're going for. But this whole thing, you being eternally by guy on paper, and you got these little pieces of jewelry that signify your undying love for each other.
2: Is this, is this guy you married
1: to that? Is that working for you? Is that a situation that you see yourself being in spy ten years from now? Because I, I really think that we should we should uh be together forever because uh you know I just think that we have really basically the whole joke is a guy going up and down with his inflection like that. Um so oh, that's yeah. something I can workshop I suppose. Yeah. So those are jokes uh uh-huh. that I ripped.
0: Give them some feedback um, on the Facebook yeah, page.
1: Love some emails some Facebook. Or, yeah, or the JC Superstars Pod. Me.
0: At gmail.com. JC Superstars Pod at gmail.com. JC Superstars
1: call, call it. Wait. 800 888 8888.
0: Sure. So, and Barnes, Injury
1: Attorneys, 800 888 8888.
0: Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about.
1: Eight hundred five eight eight
0: two three hundred empire. Oh God! Okay, enough of that.
1: Um, I went on the internet and checked education connection. Oh no! Oh, God. Stop! I Stop. love that woman. I love that woman, dude. In college, every time that commercial came on, I was like, "Stop! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" And she was just this nice little sweet girl wearing pretty modest dress and just being like, "You know what's you know what's sexy to me." Getting a getting an education, right. learning some new stuff. Okay. I was like, I hear you, and I want to be with you, and I want to talk about that.
0: Oh right,
1: never met her, so well, it's okay. Life is weird. The universe is strange.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. See, so yeah, mine are a lot more concrete. I have done an open mic never. Um. I just have a few ideas.
1: Hit me with your best shot.
0: So, uh, yeah, here goes number one. So, like. Uh, You know, if you're like a parent or a child of a parent, which I think most people tend to be probably accurate, um, you know, you're always you're always encouraged to like follow your dreams and do do whatever you want to do, like whatever makes you happy. So am I a total dick if. Like, hypothetically, when I have kids, my five-year-old walks up to me and is like, I want to be a fireman. And I, like, tell him to go fuck himself because he needs to go to college.
1: <laughs> That's one way to parent, I feel <laughs> like. Uh, um, I thought uh, the funny way for that joke to go, if you wanted to be some kind of persona, like there's some kind of blue-collar guy of the, like, all-in-the-family ilk, if you do that joke, like uh, your kid comes up to you like, "Daddy, Daddy, I want to be a fireman," and you're like, "You can't be a fireman. You're a girl." And it's just like a joke about like a an old yeah. school prejudiced asshole who doesn't respect women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to go with the joke. Uh,
0: you can't be a you can't be a fireman. You're a girl. You'd be a firewoman. And, and then your daughter says, Actually I need to talk to you, Dad. I'm transgendered.
1: <laughs> that would be progressive. That would be uh, yeah. Would be, uh, the now. That would, that would be that would be good. Or you could go the abstract route. You could go, you know. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This is something we didn't talk about in the news segment, but uh I'm fucking sad about David Bowie. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, what I was getting at, though, abstract art, I feel like David Bowie, you know, he was pop, he was abstract, he was artsy, he he did a lot for the art world and the music world, because, you know, music and art go hand in hand, but, but abstract version of this joke is, uh, your kid goes, Daddy, Daddy, I want to be a fireman, and you're like, you can't be a fireman, you're a bowl of ramen noodles, where are my pills? <laughs> And then, I like uh, that. The joke's over. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, made, that made me chuckle in my, in my funny bizzles.
0: So, oh, my other idea is kind of semi stolen, not from another comedian, but um, I guess I'll give a little bit of backstory here. So, uh, when I was living in Boston, I went out for a drink with my roommate Blaine and our friend John. And uh, he was telling us about him wanting to do stand up. And he was too embarrassed to read it. So he gave his phone to Blaine to read the uh, stand up ideas he had, and Blaine read the entire thing completely straight face and read all of the stage directions with it. And it that was is, so funny. That's so, killer. That yeah.
1: Is, oh, man. I love that. That's actually, I've had an idea about doing that. I mean, I guess it's, a, it's an idea that people can come to independently, but my version of that was like, I was thinking it'd be funny if, uh, I have a tendency to go the race route because I'm fascinated by what it's like to be other people. I've been reading this book. I'm going to go ahead and plug this book real quick. Uh, It's called Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. It is... uh, If you're a white person, um, you should probably read it because you might think you know some stuff, but you don't know anything. You don't. Just read this book. Between the World and Me. Anyway, my version of the joke... um, is, like, I was thinking it'd be funny if, like, you're some guy, you walk up, you're like, hey, my friend uh, Derek couldn't make it tonight, but he's been just dying to try stand-up, and I figured, um, you know, just for his benefit, I would tell his jokes and just see, just, you know, just even, like, as a sort of just a a general survey, if his jokes get any laughs, and then you pull this piece of notebook paper out, and you start reading these, like, really just... You start... (laughs) You're like why white people got to do and then people are like "Uh uh-oh he's doing one of these type of things and it's like multi-layered because some people some people might hear a routine like that be like oh i get it he's like his friend's black and he's doing like his black jokes or whatever but then the next layer can be like the next layer of people like the deep people the tim and eric watchers can be like this is fucking racist (laughs) <laughs> and just realize that even that even trying to do a character or do a bit is racist, and that's not okay. And that's the kind of thing you learn if you read the book Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Oh, excellent! So it's multi it's multi layered. You can entertain yeah. the less educated people, and then the educated people can be like, "Whoa, this is like okay. This is not this is not good. This is a commentary. Can't be doing jokes like this. This is the modern day minstrel show." This is not good, and then I don't know we all learned something, and then we'll, so whatever
0: all right, so yeah <laughs> my my idea for the bit is uh basically to have people send me like you know people who like have barely done or haven't done any stand up just send like bits to me complete with stage directions, and then I would just read a couple of them. <laughs>
1: Stage left, I wave my hands violently in the air, and I make a joke about beach balls.
0: No, see, it was it was great, because he had everything written out completely, because that's just the kind of guy he is. So he, like, had his joke. Like, and a lot of his jokes were actually pretty funny, but he would, like, have his jokes. So he'd be like, oh, yeah, so this is going on. Am I right? And then he would, like, look up at us, and then he would look down at the phone and go, long pause. <laughs> <laughs> But like <laughs> that's like
1: that's like andy kaufman's <laughs> it, nephew it level. was amazing like, i don't think any of us can ever touch andy kaufman but like i feel like people who knew andy kaufman closely like that's the kind of joke they'd be like okay i can kind of am scratching the surface of andy kaufman that's some andy kaufman level yeah some meta and multi-interred it's a multi-layered cake right there.
0: One, one of the other things that I really liked was there was like a, an edgier joke that maybe could offend people. And so he like says this thing that's kind of edgy and then he says chuckles to himself. So Blaine <laughs> Blaine reads it as like says the edgy joke then says chuckles to himself and then <laughs> just goes but really. Long pause. <laughs> <laughs> like oh
1: god i hate stuff like that both john and really. i were
0: john and i were both crying from laughing it was amazing
1: see that's that's like okay that's like bow level comedy right there
0: oh god what a great movie
1: that's just like that movie has something for everybody because if you're you know not all that if you're not like deep into smart comedy you're gonna enjoy it because it's just silly it's a silly movie it's, it's just f- f- fucking funny but then if you're like kind of a cerebral intellectual kind of up your own butt kind of dude like me, there's just a whole bunch of other stuff for you in that movie. Like, there's so many layers of comedy in it. Oh, it's so good. I uh, would,
0: I would love to talk about Bowfinger some more, but let's save that for next time because we're already at. Next time. We're already at fifty minutes. We got a lot of stuff to get to.
1: Oh, Snapple Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. So right. one, one more. Uh, did I tell my? I don't even remember. Did I tell my Panera story last week about the guy who took my food?
1: Uh... You may have told it to me while we were at Panera, a.k.a. Okay. St. Louis Bread Company.
0: Um, no, don't call it that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, just tell it.
0: Yeah, this crazy thing happened to me at Panera a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I really need to change much, but to make it a stand-up bit, obviously there needs to be more back-end substance. Anyway, so I'm going to Panera, just normal lunchtime, and I, uh, I order my food. I'm standing at the counter waiting for, you know, like five minutes or so guy dressed in a suit walks in orders his food standing there my pager starts to buzz i'm like oh great i walk over to the counter and they go caleb and i go yeah and i put my hand on the bag guy in the suit has just finished paying walks over the counter looks the guy dead in the eye goes is that mine and the guy goes i don't know i guess and then he (laughs) uh, took it and started to walk out and i said uh sir i i think that's my food and he uh he kept walking it was a good five six don't you know, like may- maybe up to ten steps. He gets to the door, starts to push it open. Finally, registers what I've just said to him. Then turns and looks at me and just says, "Whatever," and leaves. <laughs> what? That's <not> an <laughs> option. You can't do that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> anyway. Uh, what?
2: Why would you even want that? I, oh god, that guy has I so don't.
0: I don't know. He just wanted to get it's the fuck wrong, out of there. He's,
1: like not only, he's not only putting you out by taking your food, but he's just like, I don't even care what I fucking ordered. I just went out there and said some <laughs> words for a couple <laughs> seconds. I don't give a shit what I eat. I just have to eat to live, which is not even something I enjoy that much. Yeah. Fuck.
0: He just wanted to get out of there.
1: Gee, that's stupid. What if what if he was allergic to from frontegaching, which is a great, great menu item at Panera Bread. It's a
0: like oh, oh wait 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 hold on hey. hold on okay uh, give so, g- give it a second all right try again
2: maybe he's allergic to that
1: mayo yeah
0: yeah sorry you were getting real uh oh. robot-y there. You should should be good now. Technical difficulties. Yeah, you're good. We're good.
1: I don't hear you.
0: Oh, you don't hear me. That is an issue. Don't you just love it when we just leave this kind of thing on the air? So uh, Joe's gone. So uh, this is now C Superstars, a very special edition of JC Superstars. Uh, Let's shove in as much shit talk on Joe as we can. Um... I'm going to take a call. Oh, okay. I guess I'm not going to take a call here. Uh, that wonderful oh, special yeah. edition of C Superstars is now ended. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you. What's up?
0: Okay. Yeah, we're good. I just had a very special episode by myself. <laughs> it was great. In- I was interesting. I was about to take a caller and uh, then you came back. So I didn't.
1: Uh, okay. Well, that technical, you know, we're in 2016, but technology is not, you know, we're not flawless yet. Like, okay, that movie The Martian was cool and all. Like, I didn't see it, but I assume that, you know, Matt Damon survived on Mars. I don't think we're there yet with technology. Like, if our podcast tech can crumble, then we're not about to save somebody who gets stranded on Mars. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen.
0: All right. Uh, Well, we've got a uh, letter from a listener now that I'm going to read to us. So uh, here we go. Hey, guys. Just got done listening to the Joey Giggles segment. That was great. I especially liked when Joe said the thing about condoms and not lying to homeless people. Anyway, my kitty seems pretty sad lately. I'm hoping to stop that moping. I thought maybe I'd try jump roping. But thanks to your show, I discovered Cat Mat by Wordbird. If you haven't heard the word around town, <clears throat> hunker down because this newsie sure is a doozy. My cat learned 12 poses in just 12 minutes. That's right. 12 poses in 12 minutes. It's a miracle, isn't it? No, it's Cat Mat. So what do you think about that, Chris Pratt? Side note, did you guys think j- Jurassic World was just charming? If you didn't, I find that alarming. Anywho, thanks so much for always supporting great products. Now I'm going to go eat some sawdust. Not really. I just wanted to make a rhyme. I'll hit you up some other time. Oh, God, please don't. And that uh, email was from Chris Word. Oh, oh it's crossed out. Uh, Chris Catmat. Chris Catmatt.
1: Thank you, Chris. Chris, that. Um, God, that was a whole lot of things. That was inspiring. Um, you are correct about that catmat. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's 2016. It's time to treat your pets. And I Honestly, I've never been a cat guy, but this year is the year of me being cool with all living things. Like I got roaches all over my floor right now. I'm not going to squash a single one of them because you know what? They have a right to live. A lot of people say, oh, you're in my house. You shouldn't be here. I'm going to squash you. Well, you know what? Roaches don't know that, and roaches were around before us, so...
0: Well, uh, New York Go ahead, is Roaches. A...
1: Eat, eat my trash. It's fine. New Metamorphosis. York... Fra- Franz or Kafka. Uh, F- uh, Frankie
0: Kafka. New York is a right-to-live state.
1: Yeah, you can't just be choking dudes out for trying to sell stray cigarettes. You can't be doing that no more. Yeah. It's 2016. Everybody has a right to live. All, life... Well, I don't want to say all lives matter because I think that hashtag is a cop-out. Black lives matter. Roaches lives matter. If you're weird. And don't want to kill roaches, even though it's like really easy to kill a roach. Like sometimes I feel like if you have the power to kill a thing, maybe maybe let me take a swim. You know, go kill an ant, see what that feels like.
0: Right to six live six year olds. Right to live is wrong for Missouri. Uh, <laughs> anyway.
1: I see a lot of bumper stickers that are just things that are wrong <laughs> for Missouri. What's right for Missouri? Apparently not the NFL because
0: uh guns just we're down
1: we're down one team now in misery we lost the st louis rams
0: yes um uh, everyone pour out some bud light if you're drinking a bud light otherwise um give yourself a pat on the back for not drinking yeah. uh macro brews
1: listeners um i'm from st louis and i'm you know i'm not that heartbroken about the rams i gotta say i'm sorry i mean i totally get you hate on Stan Cranky, but you know you should have known way earlier than now what you were getting with Stan Cranky. That I mean, his
0: last name is Cranky.
1: It's Cranky, and you know what his real his first name is? It's Enus, which sounds a lot like anus. So
0: and like penis without the P and in penis. front of it.
1: Penis anus. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not uh, hanging out with a very nice crowd. Penis anus. You know, I'd like so, to say
0: I had a cranky anus this morning.
1: <laughs> me too. Man, I've been eating a lot of. I've been eating a lot of nuts, and it's just kind of. It's kind of rough. It's been kind of sharp, and it's been kind of painful, but yeah, we'll, we'll push through. i am been eating a lot of almonds, so, a lot of Trader Joe's almonds.
0: It's time for Philosophy with Joey Swolebags, let's get the it. original Jersey Shortman. Today, I have uh, questions about eggs.
1: Okay. Let's, let's go for it.
0: All right. Um, do you think that Eggs Benedict were originally topped with the pieces of a man named Benedict? Uh, And that's how they got their name.
1: Well, I've never known anyone named Benedict Benedict. Sorry. Um, I have not been alive at the same time to my knowledge as someone named Benedict other than Benedict Cumberbatch. And I've never spoken to him in person. So I can't, I mean, I, I guess if I wanted to ask somebody about the validity of the statement, Benedict Eggs. Have, it's a Benedict, Benedict in him. I would have to probably talk to Benedict Arnold or Benedict Cumberbatch. And Benedict Arnold is dead.
2: Uh, Benedict
1: Cumberbatch is not, not um, full of exposure. Like, I, I probably have talked to that guy.
0: I have some good news for you. What's that? Um, our research team has reanimated uh, Benedict Arnold, and he is. Here to you, here to talk to you about Eggs Benedict.
2: Oh, yes, hello. My name is Benedict Cumberbatch, his name.
0: Oh, interesting. Where'd he come from? Here, I'm Benedict Arnold. Look at this boy,
1: Benedict Arnold. Let's Andrea Cumberbatch. And this, this boy who goes by Julie Swolebags or Swole the Short Man from New Jersey or whatever it is. He's just sitting there all stunned like he's seen Casper the Friendly Ghost, only in this version of the story, Casper's not friendly at all, and he's quite menacing, he's violent, and he's trying to hurt Joey Swobags. But his face is so white and pale, even white than normal, isn't it?
0: Uh, You know, Benedict, I have to say, uh, Joe may have never spoken to you, but your performances, they speak to me.
1: Um, I was in that movie about the the, the machine that uh, broke codes uh, in World War 2 yeah, okay. and
0: I was thank gay and they melted my dick or yes, whatever I read about you. it. you're you're done here. Yes. So, uh, yeah, uh, Joseph, um my answer to your question is um yes, somebody put took, took out my hair and pieces of my scalp and diced it and placed it a bit a bit upon an egg.
2: And that's just how it received its name.
1: Uh, say so what, dude? Like bits of you were on a breakfast at, yeah. at one point?
0: And that's what he told me. Unfortunately, his uh reanimated body has uh, crumpled to the ground, and uh, now there's a pile of crater uh, dust on my floor.
1: You know what? We got this reanimation thing down. I watched Reanimator around Halloween. say, I was, you know, blown away. You gotta you gotta really put some thought into reanimating corpses. You can't just flirt with us. You can't be like, oh hey, Benedict Arnold is around right now. Talk to him and then be like, psych, he's dead again because we didn't get our technology right. Like, come on, doctors.
0: Yeah. Well, you know sorry,
1: I, I got I got I got kinda mad again. I get mad sometimes.
0: It happens. So yeah. uh you got a question for me or is it more eggs?
1: Um, let me hit you with an egg question. I was talking to my roommate earlier, and my roommate was saying like he might want to be a vegetarian or vegan now because he watched this documentary about uh, animals and um, well, not about animals, but about like the food and agriculture systems that exist in the U.S. right now. And you gotta say like. He had some good points. I can't remember all the details, but like we abuse these animals and animals. Here's the big thing is these animals produce, especially cattle, produce a lot of poop. And this poop weirdly damages our environment. We've controlled all this agriculture and warped it horribly. And if we just dialed it back a bit and let, some of this farmland become wild land again, which is a weird thing to wrap your head around. Like we might have less damage happening to our environment. It's a weird thing to to think about. But uh, you know, when you talk about chickens and eggs, that's where my mind goes. What do you think about that? Like, do you think ever become a vegetarian or vegan? That's my main question though. Do you think you could go through that?
0: No. I mean, (laughs) if I I had to, like if there wasn't meat anymore, then yeah, obviously I would find a way to survive. But no. Um, And yeah, I have heard that. I've heard that quite a lot. Uh, It's actually true uh, that the amount of livestock that we uh, maintain and control causes far more environmental damage than uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of other stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like methane, and we just the space that we take up with all of our, all of our cow shit, and like we put our cow poop in the ocean. Even like we just don't have enough room for all yeah. this cow poop.
0: I'm just selfish, so whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, it's weird. Like I think in our generation, wait, what do we call it? We millennials? We're not millennials, are we? We're
0: millennials. I think we kind of are. Kind of are.
1: I don't know. We we're so defeatist. We're cynical. Like 9/11 happened when we were kids, and we're like, "What's the fucking point?" Like anything could just fall apart at any moment. So we're like just consuming like nutsos. Yeah, that's not that's not that cool. I mean, I I can't I can't uh, say that I'm doing my part. Like my carbon footprint's not amazing, but
0: I only shower like once a month. So <laughs> I'm just You're kidding. Like that's not true.
1: Once a week, twice a week. What's your your frequency?
0: Four times a week, depending on how gross I get.
1: Yeah, like I don't...
0: Every other day, for sure, sometimes more.
1: If I know I'm not going to be anywhere, I have no definitive plans. and I just don't want to have plans on the weekend. I won't shower from Friday till Monday.
0: Yeah. Just stew in your own filth.
1: Yeah, because you know what? Sometimes you got to let your body just be... A little bit, you gotta like all that deodorant stuff, gotta
0: get marinate in it.
1: Armpits. You gotta, yeah, you gotta just be in your own stink a little bit. What it's like to know what a human smells like, know what, like, if we didn't put all this shit on our bodies, like, what we would actually smell like. And it's, that's pretty shitty, it's bad.
0: Our clothes, uh, just the crockpots pots of body odor. Um, uh, there
1: our clothes are napkins, big napkins. napkins and okay, I think, I think little dogs are napkins too, like, my parents. Only get our dog groomed every, like, eight weeks. And that thing, by the, by the time it, it's ready to get groomed, it's a, it's just fucking, it's, it's a pile of garbage. Yeah, I love Winston, he's a great dog, but, like, he needs to be cleaned more often. Like, when I was home, my sister and I gave him a bath. He did it. He was dirty. He was grimy. We just gave him a bath, because why not?
0: A lot of people don't realize uh, how much marinara gets into dog fur. So you know, much
1: marinara, you're, you're, just... you're enjoying. Okay, you're in St. Louis. Let me paint a picture for you. You're in St. Louis and you're eating that toasted ravioli that every St. Louis and every uh, former Rams fan, really enjoys. And you're going to town on that marinara. You're just dipping them squares right in there. Spilling and you're just some not of them. even paying attention. You're spilling on your dogs, on your pleated khakis, on your sneaks. You got you got to wash that dog though. Like you can throw yeah. your clothes in a, in a machine, but you can't throw your dog in a machine. You got to be careful. You got to take that dog. Put it in a lukewarm tub. Make sure it's not in there too long. You don't want that dog to get cold. You yeah. Clean that dog up. You blow dry it on low heat air. You towel it off. You let it run around. You make sure it feels comfortable. And you make sure you got you got yourself a clean dog.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you and, your, uh, you and your siblings just grab the open marinara containers and just whip them across the kitchen at each other and yell, Hey, I'm Steve McMarinara.
1: Steve McMarinara? That's... Yeah, many a time my sister
0: I'm, and I. I'm so did upset that act. with you right now. That was a hilarious pun, and you did not laugh.
1: I, I don't know if I quite got it. Steve you know, McNair. Steve McNair. Oh, that guy got killed.
0: Yeah, it's really sad.
1: It was really, really sad. His wife killed him, Phil Hartman style.
0: So, uh, anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> you know you know poached eggs, right? Uh, Yeah,
1: I don't love Why? them, but I do know them.
0: Why are they so considered? Aren't they or or considered so fancy? Aren't they just uh eggs from illegally killed chickens?
1: I don't know why any is considered fancy. Like, you know, hey, we're gonna fry our chicken, we're gonna put it in some hot oil. Like that's not refined, but yet you're gonna take this chicken and you're gonna stuff it with like fattening cheese that is basically just mold. Like you're gonna stuff it. A- you know, stuff of chicken breast with some moldy cheese and pretend it's like refined, like everybody's methods of cooking stuff is just different. It's not better or worse. Like I don't get why some cuisine is considered like street food, like halal food on the street in New York. Like there's this company called the halal guys. They just knock it out of the park. That should be a five-star food right there. It's so good. It's, it's, you can't compare anything to it. You just can't. You can't beat the halal guys. They have halal food down, but yet they're considered less than because they serve their food on the street as opposed to a white tablecloth restaurant. So poached eggs, scrambled eggs, sunny side up, dude, it's all the same. It's the same piece of food. It's the same ingredients.
0: I think you're. I think you're missing the more important part of my question, which is, aren't they just eggs from illegally killed chickens?
1: Uh oh. ha, ha, ha. Yes. Okay.
0: You People just gotta miss, stop. You just miss all my jokes. People you miss them stop. all.
1: People <laughs> gotta stop posting the eggs. Have you ever seen uh have you guys seen that movie Um A Far Off Place? I've not. Oh god, well it's a Disney classic. I think it's a Disney or Paramount something. It's an old movie, it's from the nineties. I used to watch it with my cousin Andrew, my cousin Megan, and my sister.
0: Andrew doing that Andrew, stuff. what up,
1: what up, dude? you're only a couple subway stops away and i know you're listening to to jazz and not this podcast which is okay that's cool um megan you're out there teaching them kids how to sing. laura you're cool too but anyway this movie called a far off place um takes place in africa as far as i remember and it's
0: like oh is that that place in the toto song (laughs) <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah what if that was someone's uh, like, legitimate like that kind of, reaction they're like africa uh oh is that that place on the toto song
1: that's the place
0: from the toto
2: song
1: like uh <laughs> oz or like never Neverland. it's one of those places um oh god that song though like uh this bar close to my work uh that my co-workers and i go to a lot they have this jukebox that you can pay through this app to just use your own songs or just from your phone because why go up to the jukebox and pick it the old-fashioned way that's stupid do it from your phone dummy it's the 21st century so they have a jukebox and i played toto's africa three times in a row because i was like in a john Mullaney mood and i was like hey remember that joke he did what if we did that with africa and by the third time the song played the bartender got pissed stormed over to the jukebox unplugged it and just said, no. Like, he was just like, <laughs> he didn't say no to me or to anyone in particular, but you could just tell him he was shaking his head at the bar and cleaning a glass and was just like, I can't deal with this right now. I get it. You work at a bar and I'm fucking with you. I'm trolling. I get it. I'm sorry. And but I did pay. Spirit. Great song. I did, I did pay like a dollar and a half to hear that song a third time. And I didn't get to hear it a third time. But I get it. I get it. It's okay. Tough world. Tough world. It's fine.
0: All right. Um, do you have another question for me?
1: Um oh, where are we at? where are we at time wise? Because I, I honestly don't.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm, being real. I'm guessing I don't know. We're at an hour and thirteen, so
1: yeah, man. Let's uh, I think we've done a lot of philosophizing oh, I got different one more. segments of the show. Yeah, hit me with one more. I'll make it I'll try to make it brief but meaningful.
0: If you had to invent a new style of egg, what would it be called and what would you put in it?
1: Let's see here. Okay. Well, I'm not married to the egg. Are you married to those eggs? Um uh,
0: Actually but,
1: yes. <laughs> I I am legally married to these eggs. Don't be touching these eggs. Uh so I you know it's not ever been uh a high priority for me to invent a new egg dish, but if I were to do a new egg dish, I'd probably try to be um economical, but I'd probably try to make some money off of it. So like, you know, what's popular? Okay, being healthy, that's that's something that people are trying to do a lot, especially this time of year. So how do you get healthy and still have a hearty breakfast? Well, you go for the egg white. You go for egg whites. You take that yolk out. So my new dish would probably involve egg whites. And I think egg whites are the most aesthetically pleasing when they're in a Frisbee shape. Like when you go to Subway to get a breakfast sandwich, they have these egg whites in a, in a circle.
0: Oh, yeah, the rounds.
1: Little Frisbees. So I would probably make a dish involving these little egg white uh, discs. And uh, what would I do with those? Probably, you know, it's so typical to put like, oh, we're going to we gonna pair with this egg white. We're going to put some cheese probably. So I'm get some green pepper, maybe a little onion, maybe a little ham. Uh, pinch of salt, pinch of pepper, maybe a little ketchup if you're one of them new yorkers and you have yourself a little breakfast um little breakfast treat to go that's too typical i think what i would put in the egg white disc is a college scholarship
0: oh nice
1: yeah and i would do like a willy wonka thing or like a menu item at subway would just be an egg white disc and that's a pretty bland meal but every time you buy it, you have a chance at getting a scholarship to NYU's Tisch School of the Arts, which is a really good school. Just keep buying those egg whites. Worst case scenario, you get some protein in you, not a lot of fat. And you're uh, you're, you're energized, you got some fuel.
0: What would you Best call case this? scenario,
1: you got some fuel and you got some education coming your way. What would like, you, that's pretty cool.
0: What would you call this dish?
1: I would call it uh call it uh lessons
0: lessons (laughs) that's great my idea is uh not that not as good
1: what's your idea and why are you judging it maybe it's awesome let's hear it
0: uh so i'm gonna put a knife in a pan and then i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna crack an egg and cook an egg over the knife So like part of the knife is still showing, but there's an egg cooked over the other part of the knife. And uh, I'm going to call it Eggs Caleb.
1: That's pretty stir. I like it. That's very Tarantino. Oh, I dig it. I think everybody needs to try out your new dish and go see The Hateful Eight starring Samuel L. Jackson. You got to see him. And
0: Jennifer Jason Lee.
1: She's good in that too. You know, I, you and, might remember her from Fast Times, and she's all like, hey, I got pregnant because I was irresponsible. Yeah. And you're like, okay, all right, whatever.
0: Walton now Goggins, she's, like,
1: scary. She's, like, a murderer. She's scary.
0: Walton Goggins and Wal- Tim Roth.
1: Walton Goggins, a character actor. You might remember him from Tombstone.
0: Or The Shield.
1: Or The Shield. Or uh um The Wiz. He was a blade of grass in that play. <laughs> um, he sang the high harmony in the uh, beloved Ease On Down the Road.
2: Ease On Down, Ease On Down the Road. Doo, doo, exactly. doo.
1: Yeah, the highest note you hear in that entire piece is actually Walton Coggins. Um, Goggins. Goggins. Coggins of Coggins, Goblins. Garmin, GPS, TomTom, Google Maps, MapQuest.
0: Yeah, I'm so lost. Uh,
1: uh, take the reins.
0: Did <laughs> uh, is it time for a hate debate? How are you feeling on a hate debate?
1: I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I might be at the tail end of my uh, energy spectrum.
2: <laughs> I think we've we've just
1: we've just we we've had so much uh, insight and so much new we've had so much so many thoughts about the future since this new year that we've just completely jam packed this. What do we at an hour and a half now? We're no, we got
0: we're, we're not at an hour twenty yet. We're doing, whew, we're doing great.
1: Okay, well, what if we got a brief debate? We, we, we got in, like
0: three minutes left.
1: So it's my turn to defend uh,
0: if you'd like to. We can yeah. hold, we can hold off.
1: I can um let me let me think of one real quick. Okay. Um okay. Uh wait, I've done wife swap. I've done Rilo Kylie. What else am I a little bit uh hesitant to share with people? Let me think here.
2: Let me think. Uh
1: um okay. All right. I can um I can probably defend. All right, yeah, I got a thing. Let's let's do it. Let's go ahead and get into it for a minute. All right, so, I have a
0: short proposition for you. What's that? Since I've been doing so poorly in the hate debate, I was wondering if we could do celebrity hate debate. Uh, would you like celebrity to, hate debate? Would you like to argue with Mister Michael McDonald?
1: I I would.
0: Um, okay. I
1: don't know the man personally, but if you have him. At an at, at an arm's length, oh, uh, got him.
0: he said he's only going to be singing his answers to you. But
1: great, well, if you can get him, if you can get him set up with a microphone and get him squared away with what our show is about, and
2: hello, Joseph oh. Deutschman, this is Michael McDonald.
1: Oh, hello, Michael. Uh, oh. Wow, you just you are ready to go. You're poised for performance.
2: I'm always ready to sing
1: cool that's i'm honored to be in your in the same room as you Uh, thanks for thanks for stopping by this is cool
2: we're actually in different rooms yeah
1: that's true i i like to pretend that we're in the same room but i'm in one city You're in another caleb and i guess you know different city than michael as well but we're all part of the same strange planet
2: let's get this party started
1: let's do it so, uh, one thing I'm a little bit guilty about enjoying is uh, every once in a blue moon, I will go to the local bodega and I will buy nothing but strawberry, cranberry, mango rita, lime rita, any one of the tall boys of the Bud Light products that are somewhat um, like margaritas. Basically, the the canned margarita drinks made by Budweiser, I have probably tried every single one of them multiple times. I will just go to bodega and buy those.
2: You neglected uh, the apple o Okay.
1: Okay. Actually, that is one I haven't tried. But I think that's probably because I feel ashamed of having tried all the others. Mango, cranberry lime strawberry uh what else have i tried um well certainly definitely four i just i there's something about buying those that makes me feel kind of just like ugh, what am i doing with my life
2: but sometimes you just you just want of how many calories are in those drinks yeah
1: that's that's i was getting it i mean you're basically drinking a pile of sugar and some alcohol, so you're kind of buzzed from the and your belly is just like, "Oh, this again, sugar." And you wake up the next day, and you just feel like you just—you feel like you swallowed the world's largest jawbreaker and drank two bottles of champagne.
2: Sounds and then to me. out. Sounds to me like you're making my argument for me.
1: I'm trying not to. But let me make a case for the drinks. So, here's one thing. You want to get buzzed, but you are on a budget. You're not going to be buying Coors Light. That's not going to get you drunk. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's cheap. You can get, you can get a tall boy for a fifty, but that's not going to get you drunk. That's not worth your time. You're going to fold really quickly, and you're not going to be... fail.
0: You got to get yourself
1: some, you know, it's around Thanksgiving. You got to get yourself a cranberry, man. You got to get yourself a cranberry there, too. You got to get drunk off of those just see how that makes you feel.
2: When I was poor, I only drink 40s and Mad Dog 2020.
1: See, I've never, I've never, I've never had any Dog 2020. I've never had any bum wine. I think the lowest level, lowest tier drink I've ever had that I've ever bought more than once. Sadly. Yeah. I bought Bud ice a couple times. Cause I was on that bum budget and I was getting drunk real fast.
2: Let me tell you a little story. Bud ice is better than llama Maritas I've been in a feud with Jimmy Buffett since nineteen eighty four. So anything to do with Margaritas pisses me off. Yeah.
1: Well Mike, I get it. But I'm sorry. When you're on a budget, just want a free drink, you're gonna go waste away in Margaritaville, and you're gonna do it with a uh, thin wallet. You're gonna walk into that bodega, you're gonna to talk to Sam, the guy who runs the place. name—he he says his name is Sam, but he looks like he's from Syria, so you don't know if his name Sam. Doesn't matter though. He's nice, and you go right to the back cooler, and you look at that top row. Tall Boys, and you see Cranburita, Mangarita, Lime burrito, strawberry, Strawburita, Given. It's the right time of year, Apple or Rita. Like, which two of these do I want to go on a journey with tonight? Doesn't matter which you pick, because they're all delicious. But so, cool, you
2: know. 45 is a much better option to get drunk on a budget.
1: Cold 45 is great when you can but, uh...
2: Or still reserve.
1: Steel Reserve, I like in the slightest. Drink stag. Oh Steel uh,
0: No,
2: no, no! Oh, Caleb's
1: back. I wow. just back from the bathroom, I guess.
0: Our our research team did a little Marty McFlyin. They went to the year twenty forty five a few months ago, actually, without letting me know. Uh. Turns out that um, strawberryda is going to cure cancer in the year 2034.
1: So, uh, dude, I've been preaching it. I've been saying you got to get yourself one of the boys at least once a month. Do yourself a favor, even, get yourself a refreshing uh, drink. It's like 12% alcohol, it's one can, dude. Just take the edge off and enjoy the fruitiness.
0: Even celebrity guest and uh, America's treasure, Michael McDonald, couldn't save us. I just, no,
1: he literally passed up on your food I can see it through the Skype camera. I'm it's so like, disappointed you gotta, right now. You gotta stop letting him eat so much cornbread. That's
0: dangerous. Listen, that man is a joy. a joy. He is.
1: I love his voice. I really do. And I love every I love every moment I spend with him, but he you can't let him eat that much cornbread. It's dangerous.
2: There's some beans, there's some good cornbread.
1: Okay, well, that clearly was sleep singing. That he is not—he's not conscious. I don't believe you're conscious, Michael.
0: <laughs> All right, your well, eyes are
1: half closed. You come on—you gotta get
0: yourself together. You're famous. I, uh, hope everyone uh, enjoyed that episode. Uh, thank you to Word Bird as always. Uh, thank you to Cat Cat Matt. Um, get yourself
1: a Cat man. Your cats deserve better. Okay, And that's enough. 2016. Treat your pets right. Treat your body right.
2: The top 1% of the top 1% of pets do not practice yoga?
1: Yeah, that's true. The top 1% of all pets do not get the exercise they need. And uh, it's (laughs) just take your pets out, man. They're domesticated. And if you're going to live in uh, the lap of luxuries, these pets need to do that also uh, as well, in addition to. And like such as
0: yes thank you uh miss south carolina uh big thanks to michael mcdonald uh that's all i've got so um that's all i've got uh thank you and good night or good day or good morning whenever good and good and luck. wherever you may find yourself listening to this this has been this american life
1: hey if you're in uh if you're in uh, new zealand if you're in uh tasmania better watch your back yeah. That's all I, got. That's all I have.
0: Because uh, the Grinch is coming for you.
1: The Joey D's coming for you. I know what you did.
0: Last summer.
1: I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. Jennifer Love Hewitt.
0: Okay. So, uh, bye. 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 Bye.